Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining with me. Probably had a little clicking going on at the beginning right there. That happens sometimes when you're moving some things around, right? So anyway... Thank you for being here with us. We've been looking at this phrase that we find in the scripture, one another, one another, one another. And we're looking at uh, initially from the perspective of what it reveals to us and what the Lord is saying to us about how we are to function together with one another. Well, the next phrase I want to look at, the next portion of scripture that says that is found in Romans 12. Romans 12, one of my favorite portions of the scripture because it uh, has several things going on right here. Uh, One of the primary things. Uh, the first two verses, uh, Paul says, Therefore, I urge you, brethren. So in light of everything that he has taught them in the first 11 chapters, now in chapters 12 through 16 of Romans, he's going to give them some very practical insight as to how they're to live this out and what they're supposed to be doing. And in the first part of chapter 12, he deals with spiritual gifts. The one another part, actually, uh, that verse is down in verse 10. But let me read the, the the first verses here because it sets the context and it's so important. It'll be familiar to us. So listen to verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, just stopping there, those first two verses are loaded. Those are two great verses uh, to memorize and have within your spirit all the time. Because he tells us, don't be conformed to this world. Don't put on the mask of this world. That's literally what the Greek word means. Don't masquerade as the world. But be transformed. That Greek word is metamorpho, where we get metamorphosis. Be transformed. Transformed how? By the renewing of our mind. Well, to what purpose? So that we can prove what the will of God is. So often believers say, well, I wish I knew what the will of God was. I wish I knew what the will of God was. Well, the problem is their mind is not being renewed. It's not being transformed. They're conformed to the world, and they're not receiving the word of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord. And so they don't know what the will of God is. Verse 3. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Then there's a little uh, twist of the phrase one another right there. And what he's saying is we are all individuals, okay? We're individual members, but we are all members of one body. And that one body is the body of Christ. And he has called us and equipped us to function within this oneness of the organism of the body of Christ. Yes, we're individually members one of it, one of another, But as individual members, we are still one in one body. And then he gives a little insight as to what some of this function is. Verse 6, Romans 12. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy, according to the proportion of his faith. If service, 
in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And so this is one of the lists that we find in Scripture of what people refer to as spiritual gifts. As a matter of fact, in one of our earlier uh, topical podcast series, we actually did it on spiritual gifts and dealt a good bit with this passage. Uh, we see some things that we're all to give, for instance, right? We're told to give, but there's a spiritual gift of giving, and, we, and you're to give with liberality. We're all to serve, okay? We're all to do various things, but there's a spiritual giftedness of it. Now, listen to what he says in verse 9. With this understanding, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Verse 10. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. So you see that phrase, one another, twice here in verse 10 of Romans 12. And he tells us to be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Because if we're truly saved, we are of one body. We are one. And we are to be devoted to one another. Now, I, people say, well, there's just some people I get along better with. Yes, there's some people that you will be closer with. As a matter of fact, Jesus, his life gives an example of that. You ever thought about that? You see, Jesus in his teaching and the way that he lived his life with various groups. I'll show you. He had the 12 uh, disciples that were closest with him that traveled, right? Of those 12, he had three that he was really, really close with. And of those three, there was one that was really his best buddy. But even as he's traveling with the 12, there was another group that was always with him. There were other men that were with him. You see that in Acts when they're seeking to replace Judas. They say, well, let us choose from those that have been with us from the beginning. You had other men that were with him. You had other women that were with him. You see Jesus sending the disciples out one time, and he sends out uh, 70 of them, I believe, two by two. <coughs> you see Jesus... Uh, in Acts, when the Holy Spirit comes, there's 120 of them in the upper room. When Jesus makes his appearances after he was resurrected, he appears to 500 believers. You see Jesus in two separate occasions, one time uh, teaching and preaching to a group of 4,000, another time 5,000. You see him in the temple area day after day teaching. You see Jesus with different size groups, and you see pictures of different relationships that we have. But we're to be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Yes, there'll be some we'll be closer to, no doubt. Nothing wrong with that. But then he says this, give preference to one another in honor. Now, boy, this is something I think that we really, really fall short on in a lot of ways. We are usually seeking our own honor. We're usually seeking our own way. But the Lord says, give preference to one another in honor. Not a fake thing but honor one another, walk in humility before one another. Now, listen to the whole sentence here. It's actually over three verses. Be devoted one another to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. Now, the Lord is just, I mean, just getting right down to the day-to-day -day facts of life here, of how we are 
to live one another, with one another as the body of Christ. We are to contribute to the needs of the saints. One of the greatest errors and one of the greatest horrific things that have happened, particularly in the Western world, uh, is that the church has abdicated this role and responsibility to governmental entities. Okay, And these governmental entities use them to manipulate the people and control the people. And it's because the church isn't doing what they should have been doing and contributing to the needs of the saints. The church hasn't been practicing hospitality, okay, reaching out to those who are not part of our group, as we would say. Uh, we're to persevere in tribulation. We're to be devoted to prayer. We're to rejoice in hope. We're to be fervent in spirit, folks, serving the Lord. And I love this little phrase, not lagging behind in diligence. In other words, to be diligent in everything that we do, in everything that he has called us to do. Now, there's a couple other one another's that we're going to see immediately after that. We'll look at that in the next episode. For today, take this before the Lord. Go read Romans 12. Ask him. Say, Lord, am I doing this? And then just wait and see what he says. Again, I'm Dale. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.